Hello, ladies and germs, and welcome to the Goddamn Milkman Mediated Podcast. Today, I know it's another video game thing. I'm due to talk comics soon. Um, it is just talking about this rising thing I've seen in two major camps about the death of the consoles. Um, obviously, that's exaggerated, but... I think it's kind of interesting because it's getting to something that I thought would have happened about five years ago already, and it's slowly creeping up. Um, So recently, Xbox was going to have a big announcement. People were predicting that they were going to announce that they weren't doing another console at all, that they were just going multi-platform, or that they were just going multi-platform, depending who you talk to, right? It was all rumors. They're testing four games going completely multi-platform which is kind of uninteresting i guess um at this point especially because some of them are over a year old or whatnot so the hype has died down and that's fine that's great more accessibility for games across things i think is good overall certainly not a bad thing um but there was all this hubbub about like the death of the Xbox and oh, why did I invest in this box if there isn't going to be another one? Um, I guess I didn't fully understand that because your Xbox account should be better at bringing things over, but it never has. So like I had a 360 in its day, had a number of games, and some of them were available on PC. I log in on Xbox on my PC which is just an app. I don't have those games, even the ones I bought digitally, right? So so that isn't a continuity that exists. So it's not one that I think should be expected. My understanding is that if you bought some stuff, it did carry over to the console versions, though. Um, So I I get it in that respect. But um, for consoles, like Nintendo's never carried stuff forward. And PlayStation has now from PS4 to PS5, but that's it. Which brings me to PlayStation. Um, Also, in the past few weeks, there's been rumors and confirmed rumors about them gearing up for the PlayStation 6. If that feels fast, it's because it is. Partially because the draw out from PS4 and and them having PS5 exclusive only games really only happened maybe a year ago, maybe less than a year ago now, recently, by console standards. And so it's really only now, like, this should be the PS5's heyday, and they're already counting its death. Um, And PlayStation, like Xbox, has moved a lot of its games, certainly to PC. There's less exclusives, like, on Xbox, and I don't think many have been brought to Switch. But I'm primarily a PC player. And having seen some games that I was going to play on PS5 be available on Steam kind of made me think, well, does it matter? In some cases, I heard the ports weren't great. Usually they get ironed out in a month or two. I still haven't played them on PC, on PlayStation. I only bought it on PlayStation at this point. I'm thinking of the one of the Horizon games, I think. Um, you're regardless. Um, this idea of me worrying about like Spider-Man and my ability to play it, that first one, is somewhat truncated because I can go buy it on Steam. Uh, 
I can <laughs> go and play uh, Miles Morales, the second one, and then Spider-Man 2, the third one, because that's confusing. I assume is going to come eventually, but I've already beaten the game. And I know that there's patches and whatnot, but when they bring it to PC, it's going to be interesting because there's fidelity and graphic options available on PC that just their PS5 can't push for, right? Um, my PC can't necessarily push for either currently, but hopefully at that point I'd have a new PC. We'll see. Um, but it all kind of comes together. Or recently there's Helldivers, big PlayStation release. Most of the hubbub I've heard about it, though, is from Steam. That's due solely to the fact that Steam releases player counts and PlayStation does not make them as publicly available. And because the lack of servers are melting and causing wait times again to the game and yada yada. Um, problems with that game that will be ironed down in time as some people grow tired of it, beat it, whatever. And new people want to try, but that will end. I probably wouldn't look at it till a sale because I tried the first one years ago, was not particularly taken with it. And I'll see if anyone even wants to play this one by the time I even look at it. Uh, not a big deal. But it's been spoken of primarily as a PC release, and Sony <laughs> isn't pushing or seemingly giving any incentive to play it on the PlayStation. And with the lapse of time of the consoles being able to be viable, PlayStation, Xbox, there's that. Nintendo seems to have a stronghold. It might become more unique. And I'm kind of wondering how it's going to go. There's some different ways it could play out. PlayStation, Xbox could just giving up making consoles altogether, or they might rebrand instead of it being a console. It could be a release, and maybe they put out a release every year, year and a half of the quote-unquote Xbox, whatever, but it's just a PC that's branded to play games. Uh, kind of like a specialized like Chromebook, but made for games and probably uh, limited. And it would just kind of function as a box. It wouldn't technically be a console because you'd still have to tech shoot it or whatever. It would just be in a different mindset. Some of the stuff gets down to technical classifications and don't make a lot of practical difference. But that could happen. Also, it's important to bear in mind two other things. Um, consoles are typically sold out as, at a loss, though they do pretty well once you buy a couple accessories and a couple games and it comes back. That's their idea, right? But the consoles are sold at a loss. But they're expensive. <laughs> And if they're kind of moving away from that, it makes sense because there's a lot of incentive. Being the publisher and developer of these games that make a lot of money, bring a lot of attention is great. And whereas they might lose some profit on working through something like Steam, if they can take the liability and tech end off of themselves by just solely moving through Steam and putting more server space or uh, accountability elsewhere, a lot of their loss um, over time with any one of these products does better as well. 
and we're getting to the business side of it to talk about the entertainment. It's annoying, but it's true. Um, so they have that. And then the best selling consoles and best received are multimedia platforms. Um, if you talk about what media wins out, why did DVD uh, win out over Laserdisc? A big portion of it that people point to was the PS2. It was cheap, available, and there was a lot more reasons to want it than just one platform over another. It was a big incentive, and it was really not... I was hardly the most expensive DVD player on the market either for everything else you could do with it. Is a big deal. I know when I got mine, that's what brought DVDs into the house. And so it kind of became a shared device, which would have otherwise been mine. Um, same thing. I mean, more definitively happened with Blu-rays because with DVD versus Laserdisc, a big thing that people pointed to as they have for most of media history is point to the fact that porn went DVD. And that's usually a big deciding factor. Um, when it came to Blu-rays, that wasn't the case. Um, at that point, porn didn't particularly care about media options and didn't really lean one way or another between HD, DVD, and Blu-ray. Um, but Sony sure did. <laughs> they leaned on Blu-ray, and that brought the PS3 as a different thing, and they were winning that media war with that, and that was a major consideration. Whereas the Xbox, I think it was 360 at the time, yeah, um, had a hookup that allowed you to play HD DVD, but didn't just do it natively. And that was a big factor in that media war outside of gaming. And so I think if these companies are going to be doing gaming stuff, there might be a gaming aspect with specs, but not necessarily a fixed console that would push to more multimedia uses. And I mean, your PS5s, your new Xboxes have multimedia uses. They are present and they always try to push them when they sell the boxes, but it's never really brought up in any gaming circles or anywhere I see elsewhere. Because I mean, just to play music or watch videos, it's not a, it's not novel, nor is it a, cost-effective, or necessarily clean experience. Um, you can do a Roku on anything and probably have a better experience. So, I don't know. I really think this idea of, like, I mean, maybe the PlayStation 6 and the next Xbox happens because things are already in the pipe, businesses are slow to move, yada yada, but after that, I really expect that to kind of change, and I really think gaming on pc is going to become far more prominent um, and expected and i don't think that's a bad thing um, i know homogenization is normally frowned upon but with limited exclusives and the fact that the marketplace of the stuff you normally would fight over is more about digital distribution than anything there's already competition on pc and steam's dominating it but with good reason tides can change but um i think getting people to kind of funnel in one way 
and not have these weird divides and have these weird emotional ties to plastic boxes that seem to keep happening is better for everyone and focus more on games and what's fun and what's relevant. And we get away from a lot of this commerce stuff I'm talking about and focus more on what's in front of us. So I don't know why I've just seen a ton of it lately. So it's been on my mind and I thought I'd get it out there because that's what this is about. All right. Bye.